Hey, this is Neil Mackay, your host of a Vietnam podcast. Now, before we get started on this episode, I wanted to share with you about one of my favorite affiliate partners, and that is Fiverr. I've been using Fiverr for years for everything from ordering YouTube thumbnails to keyword research, writing podcast articles, even to Canva designs and thumbnails and more. So whether you're a budding entrepreneur, a podcaster, or anyone in between, Fiverr has got you covered. It really is the go-to platform if you want to find freelancers offering a massive range of services to help you on any project. Maybe you need a stunning new logo or just a short animation, whatever you need, you can find it on Fiverr. What I love the most is how easy Fiverr makes it to connect with talented freelancers from around the world, all at prices that will fit whatever your budget is. Plus, with Fiverr's secure payment system, you can trust that your transactions are safe and secure. No dodgy people you meet on Facebook groups that disappear with your money and never give you what you want. What, that's only happened to me? As an affiliate partner, I will get a small commission if you use the link and at no extra cost to you. As an affiliate partner, I will get a small commission if you click my link and you buy something, all at no extra cost to you. And best of all, you will be directly supporting the making of this podcast that you're listening to for free, but it is not free to make. So why we head over to somewhere that you've probably never been before. It's called the show notes. So whatever app you're listening in, if it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anything at all, head to the show notes, click on my special link, and then you can browse thousands of gigs ready to help you with your next project. And now, let's dive into today's episode. Let's go. So let's um, move on to the questions that I'm going to ask at the end of every episode. We've got new questions. from That's the, the big difference between season one and season two. We have new questions. All right. I feel like I missed a trick in season one not asking this question because the name of this podcast is 7 Million Bikes um, because there are over 7 million bikes. In Saigon, registered anyway. in Saigon only. Oh my god, I thought it's a whole country. No, just no, in no, Saigon. no, in Saigon, exactly. I think it's like seven and a half million. Twelve million people. Yeah. Seven million, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, and if someone has asked me, like, what are you going to do when it's over eight million? I say, well, I'm not going to change the name of the podcast. That's just the name now. Um, so, what kind of bike do you drive? Do you drive a bike? Yeah, I do drive a bike. Uh, my bike is Noza. Like it's like a very cheap and light scooter for entry level scooter for any ladies out there <laughs> who are too weak to maneuver the bike by herself. 
And what do you, how do you deal with Saigon traffic? Um, I just try to be as zen as possible. So be, before this, when uh, I drive somewhere, I need a headphone to listen to music and stuff like that. But I realized that uh, in the long run, that actually make me more frustrated than I should have been. So now when I'm stuck in the traffic, I would just zone out or talk to myself or go over my material in my head. Yeah, I, and then I figure out just, you know, by getting very within yourself, time kind of pass a little bit faster. Because I, I think one of the biggest miracles ever is the lack of road rage in Vietnam and in Saigon because, you know, road rage is such a big thing in the West for, like, minor things. Here, like, it, it, it's just mind-blowing what happens on the roads. Nobody cares. I think that's why Buddhism kind of <laughs> takes off here. <yeah. laughs> is that, do you think that's the Buddhist influence? Yeah, I think it's a Buddhist influence. Like, what can you do? You just have to accept it. It's mm. not like if you become angrier, then the traffic gonna move faster. The question is, what kind of bike do you drive, if any? Scooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, white scooter. I have a lot of uh, leg space, which I'm deprived of in airport, uh, on airplane, so I'm very happy about that. And so have you always driven in Ho Chi Minh City? Oh, of course. I've been driving when I was since I was 16. And how do you handle the traffic here? We're in our jeans, man. It's yeah. Vietnamese. What kind of question is that? <laughs> well, I asked two last week. I said, how do you deal? Why is there not road rage here? Because, you know, in the West... Road rage. You know, in the West... There are you get road, road rage, rage here. Not really. Everyone's so chilled. There's, like, just chaos oh. going on left, <laughs> and right, and center. <laughs> and I've been here three years. You barely see anyone get angry. I feel like I'm the angriest man on the road. And I don't really do anything. I'm just in my head. I'm like... Arr. So I sit sh- in Hanoi a lot. Really? I don't, I don't see it here. No. For, for me... For me, oh, I'm not going to get away from this answer either. Oh. But me driving in central areas in Saigon is so much nicer than than the same experience in Hanoi. Okay. Central areas, like downtown areas mm. in Hanoi, people drive with their helmets and honk at you and they give you the eyes and and I don't want to give them the same eyes. Like it's, it's Saigon is not happening the same. Every It's not the same. Everybody who has a helmet, they seem civil. There's some idiots, but... In my experience, it's nicer to drive in Saigon than Hanoi. Yeah, I haven't oh, really driven in, Saig- in Hanoi. But I mean, yeah, it's really civil here, despite just the absolute chaos. And Tu's answer was that it's the, the Buddhism. What? The fact that Buddhism is so prevalent here. That's why everyone's so Seriously? Kind of that was oh, wow. Answer. I was about to... I, I, I wasn't going to take... I wasn't going to talk about it from that angle. But it's interesting that you mentioned that. Does that mean that Hanoi is not Buddhist? I didn't, I didn't notice. Wait, what does that mean? Um, but if you notice, there are not a lot of police officers on the street here. No. None. No. In Hanoi, it's every corner. Oh, really? There's oh, many okay. of them. Yeah, police officers, yeah. like traffic ones. I drive a Honda Vision, and Saigon, actually, I quite like it because I'm only here two days a week. So compared to Vung Tau, I kind of like the bus for a couple of days and nipping in and out and things like that, you know? So I don't really have a problem with it. When I lived here, I didn't ride a bike. I lived, I lived on Family Lao and like got seans everywhere. So. Okay, so we'll break it down. No, I don't drive a motorbike here in Saigon. I do have a motorbike. It's in Hanoi. It's a pink, sparkly Attila. 
Uh, and the traffic here in Saigon, I don't deal with it myself. I get on the back of a grab bike and I let them do it all for me. I'm a little grab bike princess these days because it just, it's not so much that the traffic's as chaotic because people definitely respect the road rules here more. What? They, they wear their helmets and they stop at red lights. Like, you don't <laughs> see that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's more that I... I don't really understand, like, the one-way road system, that there's a lot of one-way roads here in Saigon. That's true. That takes a long time to... to and that just makes still. me anxious because I think I'd be like, I'm going to get there later. I don't know what to do now. I don't know where I'm going. I'm in a different district. Yeah, so if you miss your turn sometimes, you have to go massively out your way to right. navigate back, for sure. So I let grab bikes do that for me these days. <laughs> so on any day, my grab bike could be an exciter or a win. <laughs> like. I like that, like, grab bike princess. That's a good one. Again, I don't think that I'm very typical Vietnamese because I don't drive. I do have a bike. It's a Vision um, Blue. <laughs> Yes, I, I do have a bike, but I don't drive a lot. First, because I don't have a license. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Does anyone in Vietnam? I actually do, but I think most people don't. I don't think all of us has. Well, because mo- most of people will have a license. It's so easy to get. But like people lazy like me, uh, it's a bit like illegal. <laughs> so how do you get about then? So I always uh, a big customers of, you know, like be Grab, go Viet like whatever, Uber before that. Um, you know, I don't want to suffer a lot of like uh, noise, traffic and the heat of Saigon. It's so hot outside. So, and also it's, you know. So are you a, are you a grab car person or a grab bike? Both. You know, in the morning, I don't want to spend like half an hour to go to work, which is only take me 10 or 15 minutes max on a bike. So I usually hop on a bike in the morning. And I, after a day, so tired that I would take a, a car. So it's so much relaxed and easier. Yeah. yeah. Sure. It's a reward for you after a long day. <laughs> <laughs> I drive a Honda something or other. I have no idea what it is. I am that person who has rented a bike for three years. What? Yes. Throwing money away. I don't know that it's throwing money away. I think about it as my insurance policy because I've changed my bike probably four times. Um, Whenever I get a flat tire or the oil needs to be changed or anything needs to happen with the bike, I don't have to deal with it at all. Um, And that is the convenience that I pay for. Do you know how easy it is to do that stuff? I'm fine. I'm okay with it. It's a million Uh, a month, right? I feel like it is a million a month. I feel like it's stimulating the economy in some way. <laughs> also, I really like that every time I go see my bike guy, he's standing out there with a smile and his shirt off. And he looks really cute. It's fine. I'm here for it. All right. Well, um, Sign on it's, traffic. My, it's my Scottishness coming through where I'm like, you know, you can't spend money like that. I am A-OK with paying for the convenience of living in Vietnam. I love it. Like, it's a perk for me. When I go into people's apartments and they don't have a maid, I'm just like, what are you doing? You're wasting your time in Saigon. Like it's, it, is, it is one of the best parts about living here. Um, so I do, I do pay for that convenience. And Saigon traffic, I deal with it with my headphones on and I drive through traffic singing loudly 
and waving to the people <laughs> near me. And sometimes I get really frustrated with uh, the fact that Saigon traffic does not work like anywhere else on the planet. And recently I've been yelling at people in traffic. I've just been like, wait, your turn. <laughs> it's traffic right now because no one wants to wait their turn. Everybody can't go all at the same time. If you just observe the red light just a little, we can all get there in a timely fashion. You are saving three seconds sometimes by shooting ahead of traffic. But most often you are wasting 10 minutes of my life causing this traffic jam because you just wouldn't wait your freaking turn. There was a guy yesterday that like dangerously undertook us, sped by us. I was like, whoa, he was pulling in 10 meters ahead. Uh, why did you need to do that? You could have just waited. Yeah, I have this theory that Asians are not bad drivers, but that their system is so unlike any Western country, we don't understand it. To be fair, I very rarely see an, an accident in Saigon, like a bad one. Incredible. I don't very know how it's rarely. not carnage on every corner. Yeah. Oh, they're it's, fantastic drivers. It's just, it's insane. It's chaos. I've heard that India is the only country that's crazier than Vietnam. I've not been, but that's what common to me. I learned to drive in Bali, which was also <laughs> chaos. Um, but the guy who I rented my first bike from told me maybe the most profound thing I've ever heard. He said, it's like a school of fish. Stay in the middle of the school and you'll be fine. <laughs> That's good advice. I like that one. I drive a Honda Cub. Um, and how do I deal with the traffic? Being here for 10 years, traffic wasn't this bad beforehand. I think if you want to live in a big city, traffic's something you deal with. There's no way around it. Um, I think that if everybody just took five fucking minutes and let somebody ahead of them go in, we, would, we wouldn't be in this, you know, madness every day. But no, the city is 13 million plus strong right now. When I moved here 10 years ago, it was only 9 million. Yeah. And it only continues to grow. So if you don't like to, uh, if you don't like the traffic, well then walk, <laughs> walk. <laughs> you just get hit by the traffic. Yeah. I, uh, I have a Yamaha Nova. No. Is that how I say it? So. It's a cute story though. It's okay. It's called the White Rose, which is after my friend Lucy Sedgwick. She was the first best friend I made when I came to Vietnam and she's from Sheffield. So I call my bike the White Rose in her honor. She doesn't live here anymore. Um, and actually one of my really close friends, um, Vinny from Europe and my festival scene, he drove it from Hanoi. He bought it in Hanoi, drove it to Ho Chi Minh City. No, she's fierce. The White Rose is fierce. So he was in my house and he actually DJed at the first gender funk for me. And he was part of my festival scene back home. So he just gave me so much confidence. So there's a whole, there's so much meaning in it. And then he was on my bed on his phone. I was on the floor and I'm on my floor, like posting in bike groups. Like I'm looking to buy a bike. And he's like, are you looking to buy a bike? And I'm like, yeah, he's like, I'm trying to sell the bike that's in your house. I'm like, dude. So he sold it to me. Uh, So I have the bike. I love it to bits. Um, I got it cleaned yesterday, actually. Um, And... I deal with Southern traffic in a, because I have an alternative lifestyle, I don't have to be out at rush hour. So I just don't drive at rush hour. Um, 
I plan my things to get about, aside. Like, sometimes if I've been out late, not often, I've driven home at like one in the morning or something like that, and it's like, oh my God, it's oh, like just, a different world. It's just nobody out, right? Yeah. I just drive between like 10 and... Three yeah. and then after half six, seven, oh, um, yeah, and I don't really get into it. And when I do, I just breathe, meditate. With a mask on, I need to get a new one. I've just landed, I've been here two weeks, so I need to get one. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're like me, you may use your laptop at places where you have to use public Wi-Fi. This opens you up to digital snoopers. It's a massive problem. It can be your internet service provider, or you know who, looking at what you do online, or a cyber criminal trying to steal your bank passwords or credit card info, or even a hacker at the next table trying to steal your sensitive data. These days, it is vital that you keep your data safe. NordVPN keeps all of these snoopers away. It makes your internet activity private, protects you from accessing dangerous websites that are fishing for your data, and lets you enjoy your favorite content securely, even while away from home. And it's easy to use, even I could use it. I've actually been using NordVPN for years now here in Vietnam, and I'm excited to be an affiliate partner with them. I've used NordVPN to watch Netflix, BBC, Disney Plus with ease. And I also know that my information and data are safe from prying eyes, whoever they may be. Join now and you'll get 68% off and three months free when you go to my link, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. Just again, for those hard of hearing, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. The link is also in the show notes. I know nobody checks them out, but go check that out and you can get the link from wherever you are listening to this podcast. As an affiliate partner, it also means that I will get a small commission when you sign up, but at no extra cost to you. So not only will you be getting a great deal through 7 Million Bikes, you get a great VPN and you'll be supporting 7 Million Bikes podcast. Stay safe online and enjoy the shows you love. Any questions, just let me know. You know how to get in touch with me. And thanks for listening to this show. Cheers.